Welcome to the Circle 31 Podcast. I'm your host, Ayanna Robinson-Dixon, and this is The Love Series. My guest today is Robin Queen. And in my conversation with Robin, she emphasizes the importance of being content and staying centered in God's will. Now, here is my conversation with Robin Queen. I am Robin Queen, and I am the Queen Educator. My ministry and my business is all around changing the way we do education. I'm an education consultant, and I um, create winning classrooms. And my mission is to do that all around the world and do it with godly principles. I live currently in the DMV, Maryland area, but I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I am single. Well, Robin, welcome to the Circle 31 podcast. We're so happy to have you today. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, there are so many directions we could go with this conversation today, but I'd like us uh, to focus on, for the benefit of our audience, if you could share with us the difference between contentment and complacency. Mm. Mm. Well... From my perspective, I think contentment is a state of being being happy and satisfied with where you are. Doesn't mean that you're like, you don't want it to be different, but you are satisfied with where you are. I believe with complacency, you're kind of, you're feeling like you're missing out. You're complacent. Uh, this It is what it is. Like oftentimes when I've been complacent, I'm like, that's just how it is. You're not actually as happy with it, but you're like, hmm, that's, that's, that's the way of life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so those are my, that's my kind of take on the difference between contentment and complacency. Okay. Well, what, in your opinion, what do you think are some um, mindsets or belief systems that people are um, committed to that prevent them from enjoying life where they are today? What do you think about that? That's a biggie. That is a biggie. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> because I, I feel like we live in this world where things have to be a certain way. We have to look a certain way. We have to do certain things and we have to put on. Mm -hmm. So in our minds, and I'll, I'll just be, speak, be personal, local and immediate. In my mindset at times, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to be a certain way. I have to make sure that these are things, these things are in place. And then I can feel happy because I feel accomplished that I measure up. So I feel like sometimes the mindsets and beliefs are really around like comparing ourselves, thinking that we have to compare ourselves, compare our journeys. Um, and we have that, what my sister calls um, FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. Gotcha. And that really can shift your mindset and think, make you feel like you're not on the journey that God called you to be on. You're like, oh my gosh, I need to be here, not here. And God's like, what are you talking about? I got you. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. And so it's that fear of missing out that sometimes we get trapped in and then become complacent with, man, I, I one, one, if I can just fix this, then this will happen. If I can just be a part and look like that, then this will happen. And then we know it's not true, but it's like, it's there. It's in our minds. We have to shift that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, listening to you, it makes me think about, um, you spoke about complacency and I would like for us to talk about what it means to um, seek out God's best for our lives. Mm 
rather than settling uh, mm. for what's convenient, for what's quick, for what's even for what's comfortable. So do you think that there's a connection between complacency and settling for less than God's best? And then my B to that question is, how would someone discover or, um, yeah, uncover what God's best is for them? Wow, that's a really, really good question. <laughs> when I think about it, I definitely see the parallel with complacency to, to the, your first question um, and trying to see like, okay, what does, what do, what does my life look like? Mm -hmm. And am I happy with where I'm at? I think that when I'm trying to seek, when we as a people are trying to seek God's best for us, we're like we're, we sometimes don't know what it is. Right. That's true. You know, that's true. And it's like, sometimes we don't know what it is. We really just don't know. Like we know um, at a level, right? So as an educator, there's levels of learning, right? Because God clearly states that we are the head and not the tail, that we can have, like the word is clear. It's not that he has not told us. It's that we just don't understand what it looks like or have um, made the choice to say, okay, let me put all of that stuff that I think I need aside and really say, Lord, why did you make me uniquely different? Why don't I measure up to this person? Why can't I um, do this like this person? And why do I feel less than? Like, where do you say, what, why am I here? And it's a question I feel like we have that kind of gets us lost in um, the best for us, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're like, the enemy tries to, to come at us like, you know what? You don't measure up. Yeah, I mean, God didn't mean that for you. He meant that for somebody else. And so we we really, um, and I don't know if I'm answering your question. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to kind of say, like, when I'm when I'm seeking God's best for me, I literally have to change my mindset about me daily. Mm. Like it's it's sometimes I feel like I made I'm like, I'm good. I am uniquely different. I don't care if people say I have my curly hair. It's OK. <laughs> I am who I am. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm and I feel great. And then the next day it's like, oh, my gosh, why am I single? <laughs> mm hmm. Wait, what? I thought I thought I was doing good, Lord. Like, you know, you, I did all the stuff I thought I was supposed to do. I'm trying to live holy. I'm trying to live righteous. But gosh, what's wrong with me? So it's literally a daily mindset to kind of to make sure I'm speaking what he says about me. You are the head, not the tail. You don't have to settle for less because I made you and I'm what I have for you is the very best. And so I think that for me is a big thing when I think about settling. Mm -hmm. Um for and, and being complacent when I get lost in the world of how things should be versus what God already said and what he is already doing and trying not to um, look away from what he's already, who he already made me to be and see my greatness and see the greatness that he's already given me. So, so it's a daily journey to seek so that you don't have to settle. Mm, I like that. Seek so you don't have to settle. So would you mind encouraging, um, I know there are singles listening to our conversation and they have gone through periods or might currently be in a period of feeling a little discouraged um, and are probably, it might be settling at this very moment, right? They've settled. So what, what words of encouragement could you give them, um, our listening audience, to shift the mindset 
in order to reposition themselves to mm. receive God's best whenever God um whenever God is ready to release his best. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to keep it real and mm -hmm. say the words that I said to myself. <laughs> and so I actually have three key points that I want everyone to remember that is helping me every day. You know, it's, it's February, February comes around. It's like, man, mm -hmm. it's one of those days where it's like, oh Lord, here we go. I don't have a date, but that's okay. I'm gonna take myself out. It's all right. You know, <laughs> Yep. It's that month and where I had to choose. So um, three main things I believe that the Lord put on my heart was walk while in the waiting. Okay. So when I think about that, while you're, while you're in the waiting and you're waiting for life to happen to you and you feel like you're missing out on, on things and your blessings and, but you're, you're actually not, you, when you're sitting there and you're waiting, you're just kind of like, when is, when is it going to come to me? When am I going to find love? So I learned to continue to walk and do what I'm called to do while waiting. So that's number one, because it seems, it seems like it's not enough. Um, but it is, and we start to enjoy life when we start to just, okay, let me do something. Let me get out of this space. Lord, let me just continue to walk in my gifts, continue to walk in my, in, in my calling. And so I'm walking while I'm waiting for what I desire for my husband to come, right? But while I'm doing that, I know that God is preparing me to be the best for, for him, right? And so that was one. The second thing um, from Walk From The Waiting was don't not to get bitten by the S snake. <laughs> don't get bit by the S snake. And you talked about it a little bit, Ayana, you talked about it a little earlier, that S snake is around settling, sacrificing, being satisfied with temporary needs when and substitutes, knowing that God is preparing his very best for you. So as we shift our mindset and as we start to walk in, walk in our dopeness, walk in our amazingness, and we realize like, you know, God, you got me. I, I can't worry about this. I need to walk. I cannot get bit by that snake to settle because sometimes it looks really good and we know it's not the best. We know we're worth more than what we settle for sometimes. And not to sacrifice ourselves because later we're going to be mad. Like, oh, Lord, I should have. What, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> this is a substitute. All those S's. Don't get bit by those at that S snake. Give don't us the S's again. You got to give us those S's again. <laughs> okay. So as you're getting out of your seat of settling, right? So that settle sacrifice, satisfied with temporary needs, satisfying our temporary needs and settling for substitutes. Those are my S's that I have to always like not get bit by. The settling S, the sacrificing S, being satisfied with the temporary and the substitutes. That's good right there. <laughs> Come on, educator, help us out. <laughs> yeah, you know, how, you know how to do it. I'm an educator. So I was like, <laughs> What? How can I remember to help other people remember? Don't get your butt bit by that S snake. Don't do it. Don't settle. Don't be satisfied with less. Don't, don't you know, don't get those substitutes. That is not worth it. You're worth more than that. And then the last thing is just basically to assess where you are and walk away from the mess. The people, places, and things that will take you backwards and into that space of complacency versus um, contentment. 
So those are those are my things. Don't forget, walk it, walk while you're waiting for what you desire from God. Know that he has the best for you and do not get bit by the S snake. And then assess where you are at all like levels, and especially whenever you're shifting in your mindset and your movements, you're like, ah, maybe this is why I get bit because I'm in this crowd of people. Maybe mm-hmm. this is why I get bit because I really, you know what? I'm really not living living up to my to my purpose and realizing that God is my true husband, man. And there, it doesn't get better than him. It he just doesn't. doesn't. get better. He cannot be beat. That is so true. He cannot be beat. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Robin, I want to circle back to the to number one, um, mm-hmm. walk while in the waiting. Yes. From a practical standpoint, what would that look like to someone mm. who is in their season of singleness? Um, you know, life is is still lifing. You still, you know, living. You still have breath in your body. So, what does that look like? To me, it's enjoying life now. Mm-hmm. And 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 by that, I mean, I mean, so like for example, for me, I'll just give an example. I've been I worked in the school system for seventeen years, mm-hmm. and you know, I want things to go a certain way, and I've done, you know, and I've going in there. I'm like, I'm doing everything I need to do. And I knew that I really needed to step out and start just living my life a little bit more and walk out in faith. And so the things that I love and things that I desire were to, I, I desire to change the education system. And I know that that's a calling for me. And I knew that I couldn't do it there um, as much as I, as I heard God telling me to do it. So when I walked out of the school system, it was really difficult. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm on my own. And the Lord was like, no, you're not. Mm. But I think that me walking away was like a symbol of like moving. I was complacent working in the school system when I knew, I knew that I had got had greater and bigger things. But what I'm finding is I'm meeting all these people. Not to say I met my husband yet, because I don't know. I did meet a couple snakes while I was out here. <laughs> Robin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm crazy. I'm sorry. But I almost settled like, okay, you know, they're in the business world. It's like, mm, yeah, no, this is not what I have for you. I hate to say that, but it, it's teaching me to be stronger in trusting God mm. when I walked away from what I was, what, what I felt complacent with. And I start to think like, oh my gosh, Lord, I feel like you are preparing me for a family. You're preparing me to have faith in that family, to be able to um, follow you more. Like I wanted to be married by the time I was 25 or 30. I'm 40. I just turned 40 and I'm fabulous. I'm going to (laughs) say, because I was, I used to be scared about that. Like, oh gosh, Mm -hmm. you're going to be 40. You're not married. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, I have my job and I got to make, the Lord called me out by faith, starting from scratch in a sense, in a sense, because I'm really not. And said, you're going to start anew. I started my own business and all that. It's been scary. And he's showing me, I need you to walk by faith. And I need you to walk into a space that I trust me because I'm going to make sure that you're content. So as I'm doing that, I'm meeting all these different types of people. I'm I'm charging myself to be more, um, be a better version of myself while I'm out here walking mm-hmm. <laughs> into these new experiences. And I really do believe, honestly believe that within that, I feel like God told me that a long time ago, as you walk in faith, you're going to start seeing more of what I promised you. And talking about what God has promised you, I would love for you to share with our listeners. Um, Thank you, by the way, for sharing your perspective. I know it's blessing our listeners. I want you to please talk about two passages of scripture that are significant to you. 
um, in your life and why they're why they are significant? Absolutely. So I mentioned I'll, I'll start with Hebrew um, thirteen five, mm-hmm. and I was I was when when I was thinking about my scriptures that. I constantly or that are constantly on my mind. I'm, I'm thinking about um, keeping. It says, "Keep your your lives free from love of money and be content with what you have, because God um, has said He'll never leave you, nor will He forsake you." I've been holding strong to that, especially mm. based on what I said, like leaving out. I feel like. I know when I'm complacent, when I'm trying to do things in my own way, and I already kind of see like, okay, it's going to go this way, da, 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 and I try to make it go that way. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, I don't want to go outside of that box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I think about like, sometimes I, I do that, I do the things I think I need to do and have things go that controlling way I think it needs to go. And I realize I'm still not happy. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, something's wrong, Lord. So this scripture really helps me to kind of say, okay, assess myself and say, is it about, did you leave to kind of make all this, is it all about the money? And if you had money, would you be content? I kind of relate that to if I had money, if I had a, a, a man, a husband, you know, would I be content? Would I, you know, I, I always try to assess my intentions and my character. Mm-hmm. That's good. By right? that scripture. That's good. It's not easy. That's good. <laughs> Is no, not- I gotta I gotta stop you right there because I, I think you I mean you just hit something. Assessing your intentions. Yep. Assessing yep. your motives, like really sitting quiet and still and really thinking about what is driving my decision here. Mm. Can you talk just dig a little deeper into that, Robin? So for me, it's like I had this question, well, why do you want to be married? I had a question, well, why do you want to do these certain things? Like, what is your goal? If your goal is not his goal for your life, then what are you really doing? Yeah. Right? Because I'll always be going around in circles. And I was in that space. Like I said, I wanted to be married. I was like, I'm going to be married. I knew I knew at a young age that I was going to be a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. That was a promise. I felt like I felt that and I carried that with me. And then I started getting older and I started getting weary, like, how am I going to be a wife and a mother now? Like I'm, I look, I'm making my own money. I don't need no man. But then deep down, I'm like, yeah, I do. I do want that still. And I'm trying to fight this. And God, all along, he's like, what do you want? What are you, do you want what I have for you or not? Mm. <laughs> because if you do, you got to understand, I'm not going to tell you all the things and all the steps because then you'll self-sabotage and you don't understand that my ways are not your ways and your ways are not. And, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought, mm-hmm. thought, so it makes me think about my intentions as I'm wiser. Had I gotten married, not to say people, people do get married younger and they have wisdom and God gives them grace for that. But my journey is my journey. Yep. What he has for me is for me. I wrote a song back in 2008. What God has for you is for you. And it really, All right. <laughs> what he says to do, he will do. Don't you dare let go of your dreams. That was birth because I was a young woman. Like, I want to be married. I want to have all this stuff. And God was like, what I have for you is for you. So Hebrew um, five says, I have to keep my, I got to keep myself content Mm -hmm. knowing that he will never leave me, even if it doesn't go the way that I want it to go. Oh, very rich. Tell us about the other one, Robin. The other one is Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Yeah. So that did not bring me to me being a little bit more mature. 
right? Mm -hmm. If I really want, I, I asked God, I said, God, I don't want your permissive will. I want your perfect will for my life. Mm -hmm. I said that a long time. Sometimes you got to be careful what you're asking God you for. You got to be careful because he's listening. He, huh. He's listening. listening. He is. And he's like, okay, if you want that, this is the journey to that. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, Lord, I know it's supposed to be like that. And sometimes I'm holding it up because I'm thinking it should look a certain way. So Philippians says, for I have learned. This is Robin at 40 years old coming from what I just said before. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to be content until, I mean, you know. But I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. Mm -hmm. I know how, my to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret mm. of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through, through him who strengthens me. This is, this is so powerful, Yana, because I read this, this, this used to be my favorite scripture when I was younger. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I started to realize like, Sometimes we take scriptures out of context. Come on and talk about it, Robin. That's right. I can do anything. I can go and get this job. I can do that. Mm -hmm. And that's not wrong, but I think that the behind it all is what I've learned now. Through my experiences, I've learned to be content. Through me deciding to trust God at times and me deciding not to trust God at times, I've learned to be content. I learn when I'm low, like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I know whenever it doesn't matter what I have plenty or not, I don't have anything unless I have his guidance, right? Mm -hmm. And what I learned from this scripture is that God is building my character so that I can have his perfect will, just like I asked him for, just have, because I don't want to settle for permissive. God will always still bless me when I mess up, when I, you know, but I want your perfect will. So that requires me to do some things that are different than the world. So when we were talking earlier, Yona, I don't have to compare myself because I'm on a journey of, of a commitment that I made to God to say, Lord, okay, okay. I guess I, I got to be content in whatever season you have me in. And guess what? I can do it, even though it might be hard for somebody else. And like, Queen, I don't know. I'm Queen, I don't know how you do that. How you go this long with the? How can you be celibate? How can you know? Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and allows me to walk out. And it's not perfect, right? It's not perfect. I'm not about to sit here like I'm always perfect and everything's great. No, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, strengthen me. <laughs> So, you know, I want to, uh, with confidence, have what God has for me, not feel like, you know, I was rushing God and I just got, and I'm, and I'm still not content. I want to be content with him because when my husband does come and if God chooses to send my husband now or later or not at all, I'm still content. I'm still content because he's the best husband I can ever have. I may not be happy at the time, like, Lord, wait a minute, because I thought, hey, mm -hmm. but but I think happiness for me is not around like, oh, I have this, so I'm happy. Like there's that internal happiness because I know that God has always got my back. That's why I chose those two scriptures. And I just, I hope someone is, is encouraged and know that I, again, I am not walking through this thing with like lilies and flowers and it's perfect, but I will say having God, helps me to be strengthened in my faith, be strengthened in my in, in my path of moving forward in this life. 
to do what he's called me to do and be who with be be with who he's called me to be with in in, in this season and time. And I might just be myself. <laughs> and Robin, thank you so much for sharing that and giving your heart on those two scriptures uh, in Hebrews and in Philippians. Um, and just really drilling down for us to understand the perspective of both of those passages and how you're how you apply those to your everyday life. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I wanted to ask in the in the time that we have left, if you would share with us where our listeners can find you on social media, if they wanted to reach out to you. Absolutely. So uh, you can go to everybody educate dot com is my website for my business. I encourage educators, but also uh, you'll find some other things on there. Everybodyeducate.com. I'm on Facebook, Everybody Educate, and it's a call to action. So there's no S at the end. It's Everybody Educate. Mm-hmm. And I'm on in, I'm on um, Facebook, Instagram, and um, LinkedIn. And you can find me Robin Queen, Queen Educator. So, so I have both of those. The other thing I'll say is I have a YouTube channel. It's called um, Courage on the Go. Nice. And if you want to hear, like I sing on there sometimes and I encourage people on there. So it's Courage on the Go. It's up and coming. It's new. If you, it's it's not new, but it's newer for me to kind of like be posting more often. If you want more encouragement, you can go to Courage on the Go. It's still Robin Queen. Um, So just look for Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, Queen. And if you're an educator and you need support and encouragement, you can go to Everybody Educate, my YouTube page there. Two, two YouTube pages, one for encouragement, one for educator support. So that's where you can find me. Okay, and just leave our audience, please, with just one more uh, nugget of encouragement and we'll end there. Yes. What God has for you is for you. What he said do, he will do. Don't you dare let go of your dreams. He's gonna work it out for you. Know that you are beautiful. You are uniquely made. There is nobody in this entire world quite like you and do not allow people to take advantage of the beauty that you are. Be blessed and be encouraged. Robin, thank you for joining us today on the Circle 31 podcast and being a part of the Love Series. We appreciate it. awesome that concludes today's episode of the love series we hope that you were encouraged and inspired visit our website at circle 31 international women's ministry.org to sign up to receive podcast updates and as a thank you for signing up you will receive the 28 day love series devotional guide Check out our YouTube channel for the Love Series playlist. It's a collection of our guests' favorite songs. You can find us on YouTube at Circle 31 Women's M-I-N. That's Circle 31 W-O-M-E-N-S-M-I-N. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.